dear listeners, this is Terry, the host of Respectable Sins. We are exploring subtle yet significant sins that exist in our lives. We have been discussing how to recognize them and how to deal with these sins by reading together Jerry Bridges' book, Respectable Sins, Confronting Sins We Tolerate. Today, we will talk about the sin of pride. Like irreverence or lack of respect, pride is often considered the root of all other sins. What comes to your mind when you think of pride? While praying, you might confess, Lord, I have been prideful. What image of yourself do you see when you confess that? When you point to another person and say, that person is so proud, what behavior or action of that person makes you say that? Commonly, we associate pride with having a high self-esteem, regarding oneself as being more important than others, wanting to be more popular than others, refusing to compliment deserving individuals, and excessive self-love. In essence, pride originates from self-centered thinking. Further, pride manifests in various ways, such as showing off, boasting, belittling others, considering oneself superior, disrespecting others, and ignoring others' advice. From the biblical perspective, it reflects not acknowledging God's sovereignty, thinking one's thoughts are superior to God's, believing that one can live without God's help, and not praying or not expressing gratitude. Jerry Bridges discusses several forms of pride in his book, Respect sins, confronting the sins we tolerate. First, he talks about the pride of self-righteousness. He points to the Pharisee highlighted in Luke 18.11. This Pharisee prayed, God, I thank you that I am not like other men, extortioners, unjust, adulterers, or even like this tax collector. This Pharisee was self-righteous, immersed in moral superiority over those he listed. Jerry suggests that we might be in fact, guilty of harboring similar, we could very well think to ourselves, I am better than that person, or I am not as bad as those. When we do, we are guilty of self-righteousness like that Pharisee. Have you ever thought to yourself, oh, that deacon committed such sins, compared to them, I'm really doing okay. Jerry Bridges would call this mindset moral superiority or self-righteousness. In today's society, we face varying types of dark behaviors. We encounter homosexuality, abortion, drunk driving, drugs, fraud, greed, and more. Christians may not explicitly commit these sins. However, Jerry points out that Christians can easily fall into the sin of moral superiority or self-righteousness when looking at those who commit such sins. If we think about it a bit, we would find ourselves agreeing with Jerry. We often cast disdainful glances at others who commit such sin we have never committed ourselves. We might be saying, I would never commit those sins like they do. This attitude would then be similar to one exhibited by the Pharisee. If we are praying, we would say something like, I have never engaged in a homosexuality, drunk driving, fraud, or greed like them. Thank you, God, that I am not like them. As Christians, then, how should we react when we encounter people committing these sins? We should begin by recognizing God's grace is working within us, granting us a life apart from those sins. We should feel grateful for being saved from a life entangled in such sins, and first and foremost, we should give thanks to God for His grace. When we didn't know God, we lived in those sins, not even understanding what sin was. Therefore, we should naturally offer thanks to God for being freed from those sins through His grace. Second, Jerry mentions the doctrinal pride. 
Many of us adhere quite rigidly to our own Christian doctrines, believing they are the only correct ones, dismissing others' beliefs. Jerry highlights how those who have been keen interest in doctrines can easily fall into the sin of pride. They might express opinions like, I follow this particular doctrine and others are incorrect, criticizing different beliefs. Such individuals can easily display arrogance and even ignorance. They are dismissing doctrines they are unfamiliar with. While it's essential to have faith in the doctrines of the Bible, it is crucial to hold these beliefs with humility. There is nothing wrong with Christians attaining theological knowledge about the biblical teachings. However, they should also realize that there are many learned people with different beliefs and perspectives that may not share their doctrinal beliefs. They should adopt an attitude of always being willing to learn, setting example of a humble Christian. The third type of pride Jerry mentions is the pride in success, attributing success as one's own accomplishments. There is a common saying in Korea, if things go well, it's my doing. If not, it's my ancestors' fault. It points to a person's pride. Such attitudes are found even among Christians. When things don't go well, some blame God, complaining how God could let things happen that way. However, when things go well, they attribute it to their own abilities and skills. How much do you think God intervenes in your life? How much control do you believe God exerts over your life? In other words, do you believe everything you currently enjoy and possess came from God? In fact, some might argue, but I earn my money through hard work. How can this be a gift from God? My idea was excellent, and I managed my business well. How is this God's grace? My child studied hard and got into a good university. Why should I give glory to God for this? Whether or not you harbor some of these sentiments, Jerry asserts unequivocally that there is nothing we possess that is not a gift from God. Our intellectual abilities, innate talents, good health, and ability to work hard and be successful, all these things have come from God. Nothing we have is without God's grace. Failing to recognize this can lead to arrogance and pride. While some people openly display their pride, some do not. They have learned the craft of concealing their pride. For example, the pride in one's own achievements or the accomplishments of one's children can be hidden for the most part. That is until it shows up in subtle ways. When someone says, our child was fortunate to get into such and such top university, the hidden meaning is, our child is truly intelligent. Please praise him. This sentiment reflects the sin of pride, according to Jerry Bridges. In fact, most of us harbor such thoughts. In such situations, what should be the appropriate attitude of a true Christian? Suppose your son graduated top in his class. Jerry suggests the following. Our son John successfully graduated from his university. We acknowledge and thank God for giving John such intellectual capabilities. We are teaching him to use these abilities to serve others and glorify God. May he become a faithful steward of God. This should be the response of a humble Christian. Our attitude as Christians should be to serve others and glorify God through everything we possess. Recognizing the sinful craving for others' praises and acknowledgement, Jerry introduces a principle from the Bible that can help us. It is the word of Jesus in Luke 17.10. So you also, when you have done everything you were told to, should say, We are unworthy servants. We have only done our duty. 
This verse teaches us to always maintain an attitude of humility, saying, I have only done what I was supposed to do. We should examine the sin of pride within ourselves. This concludes today's discussion on the sin of pride. We bid you goodbye until next time from Respectable Sins.